and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, the pilgrims enter a volcanic land that is plagued by earthquakes caused by the frequent quarrelling of two local demons, a catfish demon and a faceless shape-changer demon who can take on the shape of anyone. The holy priest Shan Chung tells Monkey, Pigsy, Sandy and Tripitaka that one of them is the shape-changer. Unable to cope with this revelation, they must go their separate ways. The story this week. Pits, you as the listener, as the detective. One of our heroes is a shape-changer. There will be clues for you to listen to. And there will be an opportunity to make your selection. Keep an eye out for the Shape Changer Break. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast with me, your host, JP. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast. This week, episode 14, Catfish, Saint and the Shape Changer. Reminder, as always, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you have not seen this episode, go off and watch it, then come back and listen. So let's get into it. This episode is all about trust. That's probably the the overriding theme of it. And it's it all comes back to this shape changer. The pilgrims are walking through a land dominated by this a large active volcano. As usual, they're arguing amongst themselves. Monkey <laughs> opens by calling Pigsy totally and utterly illiterate. Pigsy mishears him and says Ill- illegitimate? No, illiterate. I was born in heaven. Yes, says Monkey, in a pigsty. Anyway, they see a girl praying. Monkey, suspicious as always, can think she might be a monster. But Pigsy, not suspicious as always, seeing it's a chick, rushes over to see her regardless. However, when she looks up, she reveals she has no face. It's just pure blank. She runs and the disciples split up to try and chase her. Nope, they can't find her. It's in, it's like heavy vegetation. She's clearly the shape changer. Monkey says, when we catch it, I'll bash its face in. 
But Sandy correctly points out it didn't have a face. Pigsy, meanwhile, is just swaggering around pretending he's no scared. Sandy, with Monkey on his shoulder, sneaks up and scares him. But the whole thing is is interrupted by the volcano, which erupts, and there's an earthquake. And then we get a little bit of exposition in saying, well, the reason for these volcanic eruptions is there's a quarrel of these two demons. We've always had earthquakes in this land. They're caused by the quarrelling of two demons. Thirty years ago, uh, the priest Sang Chung came and he, he quietened those demons. Amazingly, Tripitaka's heard of him. Sang Chung gave up his journey to protect the, the villagers. And the headman says, well, I'll come and I'll introduce you to them. It, it's not quite explained. A, how has, how has Tripitaka heard of this guy? Because this was 30 years ago. Tripitaka's not even 30. Right? He's probably like 22. But he seems to have heard this guy. And this sounds like Shang Chung had this gig of going to India to get the Buddhist scriptures 30 years ago. And he's stuffed up. He, he's finished up here. He's just went, nah, I'm just going to plant my pole on the ground here. I'll, I'll try and solve a quarrel of two demons in this, all this walk into India nonsense. I'm not going to be doing that. So, I don't know, maybe Buddha has told Tripitaka, listen, you weren't the first choice for the job. We had a guy here previously, Sang Chung. But it never really worked out. But we're prepared to take you on and give you... Maybe we won't be able to match his wages. But, you know, if you're prepared... If you do well, you, you know, you can come up the right. I think it's probably something like that. There's probably something in there for... Like, Buddha doesn't want to get stung twice. But at the same time, Tripitaka, probably a better bet. Anyway, we eventually do meet this Sanchung. Tribitaka asks him, why, why did you give up your quest? A good question. Sanchung, though, he's, he plays the emotional card, right? He's saying, listen, I really couldn't continue. It's not his fault, right? I couldn't continue because there was so much suffering here. I couldn't just leave that. It wasn't me. It was here. And the... What, what's causing these earthquakes? Well, it's a catfish monster. It lives in a lake at the base of the volcano. And his prayers sort of keep it in check. Monkey jumps in and says, oh, What about the face monster? We met a face monster out in the fields. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that, he says. That's a shape changer. Uh, did, you, did you catch it? No. Oh. Were all of you in view at the same time? No. Oh dear. One of yous is the shape changer. And of course, they're all looking at each other going, well, it's not me. Is it you? Reminds me of a time when we were down and like discussing in the office about the results for one of those staff surveys and everyone's thinking, well, I didn't mark a low score. Did, did you? No, no, I never. You're thinking, you just saying you never? I mean, you need a polygraph test. Obviously, that's not invented at this time. But anyway, the, the bottom line is there's a, there's a monster amongst them. 
one of one of the pilgrims is know who they say they are. Naturally, trust is the the overriding thing here. But the bottom line is, Pigsy thinks it's Tripitaka. Why? Because he was alone when they were away chasing the monster. It would have been ideal. The others kind of pile in. Trippy's, no, no, it's no, it's no. But he says, we can still succeed if they all trust each other. But but they don't. That's that's the fundamental thing. So they're going to have to just go their separate ways. I'm not. That's what the monster would say. And if you keep saying it's not you, that's all very highly suspicious. You can always tell the guilty because they'll always say they're innocent. Yeah. So it only takes one person and the whole group's gone. Yeah, that's that's hard going because they don't know what one... Like, if you could just say, it, it, say it's Sandy. Right, Sandy, you're off ski, but we're off... You're, the real Sandy is out there somewhere, but we're, we're just going to go on without you. But even if you, if you made it all the way to India and you actually found out that you know the real trippy tacker. So what's the point in going to get these scriptures? You don't know what to do with them anyway. Yeah, so the, the, the basically they've split up. Sandy being a fish spirit thinks, well, maybe I can go and have a look with the catfish monster. Right? So he does. He goes down there. But it's a huge thing and it swallows Sandy, right? Cries out for help, but monkey's running after him. And he's also getting swallowed. Meanwhile, back at the temple, San Chung's trying to say, hey, listen, you know, maybe it'd be a good idea if you just stay here. Just, like, you can't really go to India now because you've all split up. So it's going to be too dangerous. There's a job going here. You know, if you can, if you keep your nose clean, you know, you can maybe get a deposit in a wee house. Now that your disciples are gone, but Tripitaka said, no, 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 no. Like, my mission is too important. Like, I can't be staying here. And then Sang Chung's gone, well, you know, the, the but, but these monsters, you know, we need to keep them in check. He's basically projecting, right? That's what he was done. So he's saying, well, that, that was my choice back in the day, 30 years ago. So you should be doing the same. Well, yeah, everyone's different, right? Mere earthquakes are happening. And the Sancho's playing the guilt card, right? He's saying, oh, these villagers will pay the price if we, if we get any stay. But there's the rub. It turns out that this Sancho is in league with the catfish monster. He's no against them at all. He's basically, he's in on the deal. And what he's done is he's promised Tripitaka to them. He's been sacrificing priests to this monster for ages. The catfish says, oh, by the way, in terms of his disciples, Monkey and Sandy, I've already eaten them. So, you know, you give me Tripitaka, we'll have a hat trick. Inside the stomach of the catfish, we get a vision of that though. We see monkeys looking around for Sandy. He opens a door, which is probably a valve somewhere in the catfish's stomach. And amazingly... In such a weird place, he finds Sandy flirting with a girl. She's someone that's been eaten before. She's a fairy. She gives us a wee bit of history, right? 
This lake was used to be lovely until the catfish monster appeared and then he swallowed her. But she's she's been inside him for over a thousand years. So she's no human, right? Anyway, she goes away and cooks them up a meal. It's not really adequately explained how that happens because this is in someone's stomach. But but anyway, it's it seems tasty enough to both Monkey and Sandy until she stupidly tells them that anything you're eating is just basically things that the catfish has already swallowed. So it's sort of like second-hand kind of stuff. So then they're feeling sick. I think that's sometimes the case with, you know, you, you, you get something unusual in a foreign restaurant, you think, oh, that's, that's not bad. And then they tell you what it is, and you go, oh, sh- I didn't really fancy that. In Scotland, like, we eat that thing, haggis, which tastes nice. But if you actually kind of do a bit of a Google search on it, you might not like it. But, but if you didn't do that Google search. Anyway, so the fairy's saying, listen, this is the first time I've had company for ages. She's been lonely in there, right? She says, maybe we should have a party. What? It's not clear how this happens, but she's somehow got the ability to play the Monkey Magic theme tune. This is the Shape Changer Break. Have you worked out who it is? Is it Monkey? Is it Pigsy? Is it Sandy? Or is it Tripitaka? Oh will now be revealed. Then they hear a voice. Who is it? Pigsy. He swallowed two days ago. The fairy said, Oh, I, I, I did actually meet him. But I, I told him to get lost because he was, he was being too handsy. Which drops the penny for Monkey. Ah, Pigsy's been in here two days. That must mean the face monster is Pigsy. Right. And so it is. Face monster disguised as Pigsy is with Tripitaka. Pigsy, it's you. Have you come back to me? Tripikak is saying, well, where, where are the others? Should we wait for them? Should we get back together? You know, should we get the group back together? Pigsy's gone, nah, they're not coming back. 
But hey, I'm here. And Tripitaka is like, well, right enough. Right, so at least that's one of you's. But there's something no right. And it sort of feels like, hang on a minute. Are you really piggy? Sure enough, it, it's, it's a face monster. Tripitaka, for the umpteenth time in this series, is captured. So he's been tied up, taken to the monsters. Both the shapeshifter and the catfish are saying, right, well, who's getting to kill him? Shan Chung appears, and Tripitaka's like, oh, thank goodness you're here. But, uh, of course, he's actually on their side. Tripitaka's not, not quite smart enough to have worked that out yet, but he's like, basically, no, I'm, I'm just here to mediate between the two demons. I see him a friend of monsters. Ah, he's not really a friend, our old friend here. It's too risky not to cooperate with us. Too risky? Ah. You demons should play a game, and the winner gets Tripitaka. By the way, Tripitaka, you're a loser, whoever wins the game, right? So, just, 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 just put it out there. Back in the stomach of the catfish, the, th- the disciples are all reunited. Pigsy actually is quite happy in the stomach of this catfish, because he says there's plenty of food and drink. I don't know, it's just like second-hand food and drink, Pigsy. I mean, like, you know, no, you just, can't can you get out? Monkey's saying, well, we need to get out so we can help Tripitaka. And the fairy comes up with the idea saying, listen, there's really only one way out. Tell us, where does that other way go? It's called a back passage. It's basically going to be through his butt. Oh, you've got to be joking. Oh, no. I mean, it's bad enough in the stomach, but, like, going that. Oh, let's just stay here. We can we can play the music. We can, you know. No. That's, that's, a, that's a tough one, right? Meanwhile, back at the game, the catfish monster is saying, listen, actually, Shang Chung's only been forced into helping them because we're powerful monsters. He's, he's really know that by the guy. The face monster's trying to cheat, but it does look like the face monster is winning. But why is he winning? It's because the catfish is being distracted. He's got the pilgrim in, in his stomach basically dancing around and being a nuisance. Sure enough, the face monster wins the game. And that means the face monster has the right to have Tripitaka. They're going to eat him, right? The catfish monster, however, he probably doesn't take losing very well. He's gone, no, well, I wanted to play the game. I would have happily, be, if I'd won the game, I would happily have claimed the spells. But you won it, but I'm still not happy, so I'm now going to be trying to choke you. Right, that's by definition a bad loser, isn't it? But he is a monster, I suppose. Meanwhile, back in the stomach, the catfish, they're just trying to basically make him sick so that, you know, they're trying to punch so that eventually he's going to cough them up. That, that's what happens. And soon enough, the, the monster coughs up spitballs, which become monkey, sandy and pigsy. They turn into their regular selves. And monkey, like, wrestles them and beats them. The face monster, meanwhile, makes a run from it, but is stopped by pigsy. And oh no. 
Now there's two pigsies. Who's the vice monster? That's not true. You are. I mean, I think you are. Well, Monkey knows his own brother. No. Monkey goes over to them and tries to fit. For which, what, who's the real one? Monkey's about to hit the real pigsie, but at the last moment, turns round and hits the other one. And the face monster turns into a frog. So you got the right one. Shan Chung, by the way, the priest, he's been hurting the fight. And he asks Monkey to kill him. Monkey's like, damn straight I will. But Trippy Taka, goody two shoes as always, jumps in and says, no. Hey, we're going to get the scriptures anyway. Take some time out, really think about what you've done. And then when you're ready to talk, you know, you, you give me a call. We shan't kill you. It is against the Buddhist law. And if I succeed, I'll come back to see you. I shall be carrying the holy writings, so don't lose all your faith. So, what was the episode about? Well, in amongst all the doppelganger stuff with the shape changer, and by the way, that was the main thread this week, the shape changer. But they do disguises every single week. That's never a problem in any other week. But here, the main body is a shape changer. Well, go figure. Every single episode, it's shape changing. Why is it important now? Anyway, doesn't it matter. The real message, I think, in this week's story is all to do with the priest. Because effectively... He's just got in with a bad crowd. That's really what's going on here. Now, it's a pretty bad crowd because it's a shape-changing demon and the catfish demon. So, you know, it's not like he's just hanging out with people that are playing truant from school. These are actual real baddies. But it's important to think, what is that really saying to us? Well, they've not really got his back So they're probably, they're not supporting his mission of going to get these scriptures. They're saying, nah, you you stay here. They're pretty much only giving him time of day when he's playing to their rules. And I think the biggest picture of all is they've created an environment where they're just thriving on negativity. Like, he probably just got in with them because maybe he was bored one night and he was chatting to people in the pub. Or he need, maybe he needed a doubles partner for pool, you know? But it's it's a, a useful reminder for us that if you fall in with a bad crowd, your life can go right off the rails. And there's also probably a message in there about alcohol, you know? And when they're in the catfish's stomach, like, there's... Yeah, I mean, we can go and save Trippy Taka, but listen, we could just play the Monkey Magic theme tune and, like, do a wee bit of dancing. There's some wine here. Do you want some wine? Just a wee bit. Yeah, so it's a fine vintage. We got it from last week's episode because they they do wine along with uh, pearls and uh, special paper. Anyway, so that that was pretty much that episode. That aired 
in the UK on the 7th of March 1980, in Japan on the 7th of January 1979, and in Australia the 26th of the 5th 1981. Fairy, meanwhile, has also been released and the lake is returning to normal. She waves goodbye to the pilgrims. Goodbye, monkey, which interestingly makes the other ones a wee bit jealous. And on they go, their journey. When trust has gone, each of us is alone. Trust is a very fragile thing, so we found out, eh? Meet us next week for episode 15, where monkey meets... The Demon Digger. Catch you then. listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon, no doubt. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at Monkey Magic Podcast at gmail.com. So, we had an email in this week from a guy called Dave who says, I was very surprised that you were even putting it as a possibility that Tripitaka should have had a dalliance with the Minx. That was from last week's episode. Wouldn't Tripitaka have been terrified even just going to sleep? After all, this woman was prepared to commit murder simply because her dress got ripped in the washing. Yeah, so I see what you're saying there, uh, Dave. It's like that there's a real hint of danger with her, absolutely. Presumably, the slug monster thought that as well. He possibly thought, you know, she's a bit of danger, but that's what drives the passion. Whereas the wife and kid slug were probably a bit more banal. Yeah, I don't know though. I think Trippy was probably wise to just hot tail out of that town though, right? In retrospect. Good pick up, Dave. My name's JP. <laughs> Thanks for listening. 